Hello, this is Rob and Mike from the McClellan Financial Group of Asante Capital Management, and this is Think Smart with TMFG. Rob, you're using a new strategy. Mike, you know, I think we've done so well for our clients that they've decided to become a little bit more charitable. And, and so I had a question from a client about something called Donor Advised Funds, or DAFs. And so I started to look into it, and there's a, a company out there called Benefaction that uh, is a Canadian company, and it's put together this great strategy for making charitable donations. And, and really, the goal is to help Canadians to maximize their charitable giving while also saving them some income tax and simplifying their charitable gifting. So that, that, that's the, the, the bulk of it. So it started with this client, and they, they, they're charitable. I've known they're charitable. I've seen their tax returns. They always give a fair bit every year. And they wanted to get their family involved in charitable giving. And specifically, they wanted to get their daughter involved and they wanted to make it something that the family did. And so I, I, I looked at this thing and said, wow, this makes a lot of sense. So here's some of the basics, Mike. It starts with $25,000 minimum. So you have to put $25,000 in and you basically, we'll talk about where that money comes from, but you can take that $25,000 and you put it into a, a, a fund or a foundation. And you can call it whatever you want. So what would you call your foundation? Mine would be the Mike, uh, Mike Conan Trust. The Mike Conan Trust. <laughs> charitable Trust. The Mike Conan Charitable Trust. So I, you're not including your family in that or no? Uh, yeah, okay, maybe the Con, the, Conan, uh, the Conan Foundation. I have to sound important now, don't I? I have a foundation. <laughs> you do. You've got yeah. a foundation. You're I feel kind like, of like Bill Gates and, yeah. and Warren Buffett and those guys. So, so, so you've given it a name, and now you need to fund it. So what are some of the different options for putting money in? Well, I know when you do charities, you like when you did a regular charity, you could – you had a few options. You could just take cash and fund it, right? Okay. So you could um, take $25,000 in cash 000. and just put it into the fund? Yep. You could also move money from investments. And uh, that was always a very good option because what it would allow you if you had some heavier capital gains on an investment, you were able to move it over to a charity. And when you moved it over, you would no longer have to pay tax on the capital gain. In addition to that, you get the charitable tax receipt. So it was always one of the best... Uh, ways to move money to a charity that was available. So you could get the charitable donation and, and maybe that saves you if you're in the 50% tax bracket, that saves you 50%. And on top of it, you could move something that may not really be 100% yours, such as let's say you have an investment worth 20,000 and its cost is 10,000, you got a 10,000 gain. In your hand, that's really only 17,500. But if you donate that twenty thousand, it's now twenty thousand in your hand. Yeah, it's a very effective way to get money to a charity. So, what else? You could take money from cash, as we mentioned. You could uh, use life insurance. You can use it. Yeah, you can do life insurance. Uh, you could have your life insurance policy. Have the uh, charitable organization as the uh, benefactor of it. So that was always possible. You could also take things like RIFs or anything like that, any registered accounts, you could donate those to a charity. And that would happen upon when you passed away, the RIF would get moved over to that charitable, their name beneficiary on it. 
so that was a, a good idea. Tax resavings account had become a new thing that's been pretty convenient for people to use, where you name the beneficiary on a tax resavings account as a charity and uh, very easy control. So within this benefaction program, can you do all that? You can do all that. In fact, you know, there's about 1,500 charities that you can donate money to from the, the, the foundation itself, from your trust. So you've got lots of choices to where the money can go. They're all Canadian charities. Last year, there was uh, close to 3,000 different grants that the charity did in Canada with about $23 million uh, back in, in uh, 2020. So that's a, that's a lot of money that went out to these sort of charities. So and it, it's not the Bill Gates Foundation, yeah. but it's something that the average investor could do with as little as $25,000. And from a family point of view, you can get to teach your kids about giving, you know, along the way too. And with the uh, people you assign as the benefactors of the charity, can you change those along the way or does it is it set? You can change them along the way as it's set up. But here's what I like about this thing. So let's go back to someone donates the $25,000. And let's keep it simple for now. And it's just in cash. Right away, they can put that on their tax return. So let's say it's this year, uh, 2021. They can put that right in uh, on their tax return and get a, a reduction in their income tax this year. And maybe they're going to get somewhere back in the neighborhood in the neighborhood of ten to $12,000 back in income tax. Yep. They have one tax slip they need to worry about. That's it. They don't need to go looking for tax slips at tax time. They've got one slip. That's nice because I do those donations over the year. And I tell you, I lose half the slips by the end of the year. Well, that's it. Ingrid and I always have these, you know, discussions as who's got the tax slip, which file did we keep? Did we print it off? Did we save it? What did we do? I run a report from Quicken and it says, here's all the tax slips you're supposed to have. And I only find like, you know, nine out of 10 of them or 10, 18 out of 20, whatever yeah. it is. I'm always missing some. And of course, the accountant says, well, we can't include that then. Because I can't find the tax slip. And do I want to call the, the whoever I gave the money to and try and get a tax? It's, it's all time and effort. Yep. And we want to free up time. We want to simplify your life. So let's talk about year two. Year two, now is the fun part. So you put this 25000 in. You can put it in whatever investment you want. So you can put it into a mutual fund, an ETF, a stock, however you want to manage it. Or we can manage it on your behalf. And then what happens is each year, 4% of that money, so if it's just 25000 4% gets distributed. So you must give out $1,000 that year. Yep. If you want to give out 5000 you can do that. And all you have to do is send an email to us or to the, chair, to the foundation and say, please send $5,000 to XYZ charity on my behalf. And they do all the work. You don't have to do anything. You don't have to fill out all those forms. You just send one email. And the growth in the fund is all tax-free, isn't it? The growth in the fund is all tax-free. So maybe after the first year, your 25000 is worth 30000 Now you need to distribute 4% or $1,200. So you've increased your charitable donation. Now, you don't get credit for the extra growth yep. because you've already got credit when you put the money in. Yep. And, and so that's important. The minimum donation size, so you don't want to be doing, you know, $10, $50 donations. The minimum donation size is $500 per charity. Yep. 
And that seems reasonable. If you yep. you know you're going to make a difference in a charity, you want to give them fifty dollars. And twenty five fifty, but five hundred. Twenty five thousand to get started, but you can do any amount after that, can you? If you want to do five thousand next year, you can put that. So, I, I had another client, two children, but they realized that their children are doing extremely well financially, and they looked at how much money they were going to leave behind to them, and they said, you know. We don't really need to help our kids now. They're both doing fine. Let's start putting money on a regular basis. And so they said, you know what? We're not even spending our RIF payments. Both of them have great pensions. Um, one was with a large Canadian oil company. One was a teacher. And so they've got good index pensions. So they don't need their RIF payments. So they're going to donate their RIF payments every year and put it in this charity. And then with their family, they're going to start deciding where that money should go. So lots of advantages. Talk about, Mike... What's the advantage with a will? I see clients changing their will a lot because they're not happy with the charities they chose five and 10 years ago. Oh, this happens very commonly in meetings. Uh, we'll go through, we do will reviews. I always think it's a great thing that we, a service we add is we'll go through people's wills. And we have it set on every, I think every four years, right? Every four to five years. And when I go through it, half the time I go through and people have listed charities, they go, oh, I don't like that charity anymore. Uh, I want to change that. The problem is changing a will, first of all, you can add codicils to wills, but most lawyers, and this is what I've run into, half the time the lawyer that did the will is no longer in business, and they have to go to a new lawyer. A new lawyer won't add a codicil to an old will. They don't want to make those changes. So they get stuck redoing their whole will, and then paying a few thousand dollars in legal fees to redo the will just to cut out one of the charities they had listed before. And there's got to be a better way to do that. And this way of having the charitable trust you can make adjustments to your charities anywhere. It's just filling out one form, I believe. So it is. It, it's very easy to Without make adjustments. Without having to get your will completely Not to have redone. to get a lawyer involved and pay fees. Just send in a form say, you know, I used to believe in uh, whatever this organization was. Something went wrong. We didn't like, there was a bit of a scam that came out in the paper. I don't want to donate money to that anymore. One, one quick piece of paper and you fix that rather than have to go through all legal work on it. It's not just for individuals. As we mentioned, it can be for families. So you could have your children. They may want to contribute, you know, $500 a year or $1,000 a year to, to the foundation that you've set up. So there's lots of different choice there. Even a corporation can set up their own account. What happens when you die? Do they die with you? No, it continues on. You can name your children as the, as the, the people who look after it in the future. Or you can just say, give it back to the foundation and let them administer. It's a nonprofit organization. Any extra profits they make over their expenses, they actually give as a charitable donation. I've, I've seen people that have spoken before. They want to support an organization, but if they want to leave a large percentage, especially to smaller organizations, they let they like them have a cash flow over the next 20 or 30 years. A lot of times if you have, let's say, some association, let's say a sports association, some type of association that takes care of kids, sometimes giving them, let's say, two or $300,000 a lump sum may not be a good thing because it won't help as many kids, right? Right. And if you spread that over the next 20, 20 years where they're helping kids, it's a lot more helpful to help them over that long period of time rather than give them a great lump of sum they don't really know what to do with. And... It's, it's a bit more physically responsible. It's interesting. My a good friend of my father's had a uh, passed away. He had set up a foundation before he passed. The foundation is still in existence today. And he was a Canadian artist. And the foundation helps every year young Canadian artists get a start. 
And there's probably $50,000 a year distributed from this foundation to help young artists. And that amount keeps going up every year because the foundation's done relatively well from an investment standpoint. Yeah. I think one of the Howard Hughes foundations is one of the biggest foundations around that was set up through. It's one of the biggest things he did was set up this foundation before he died. And so when we hear the word foundation, we always think, ah, oh, that's too bad. That's not something I could ever do. Yeah, it's something you could do if you're willing to donate $25,000 to start the thing off. Yeah. That brings us to the end of another week. This is Rob and Mike with Think Smart from the McClellan Financial Group of Asante Capital Management. listening to the McClellan Financial Group of Asante Capital Management Limited. Asante Capital Management Limited is a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund and the Investment Industry Regulatory Organization of Canada. Insurance products and services are provided through Asante Estate and Insurance Services Incorporated. This material is provided for general information and is subject to change without notice. Every effort has been made to compile this material from reliable sources. However, no warranty can be made as to its accuracy or completeness. Before acting on any of the previous information, please make sure to see a professional advisor for individual financial advice based on your personal circumstances. The opinions expressed are those of the authors and not necessarily those of Asante Capital Management Limited.